Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother, Big VJ, checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to talk about soul ties. We're going to talk about soul ties. We're going to talk about what it is. And beloved, we're going to talk about where did it come from, right? Because it's like a new age teaching. Many people are having this conversation, so... Beloved, we are also going to talk about that here on this platform, right? Shout out to our brother, Fat Alberto. Reached out to us on Instagram weeks ago, man. Fat Alberto reached out to us weeks ago and was like, V, I think talking about poly marriages and soul ties would be a good conversation, right? And uh, not only that, because it's, you know, it's always funny how life work out. I was talking to my cousin, my older cousin last week, right? In fact, she's an author. Her name is uh, T.C. Walker. She's an author over the series called Premeditated Love. That's uh, You can get it from Amazon. So if you want to support Kenfolk, support Kenfolk. We ain't talking about fake cousins. We're talking about real, <laughs> whatever she's in the tribe. In any event, though, we were talking about soul ties. She had a position. I heard her out, right? And then I brought to the table our position. You know what I mean? The soul tie teaching, though, it have got to such a level that, beloved, it's, uh, it's actually being taught in the black church now. Right, there's a sister that we have in Florida from Miami. She's in adult entertainment. She's a dancer. Her name is Diamond the Body. And our sister Diamond the Body, who's a stripper and a rapper, talked about how she slept with over two thousand men. Right, and there was a pastor speaking on this matter, and he was saying, "Yo, you know that is a lot of soul ties that." diamond the body is going to have to deal with right so between that pastor and our beloved brother man pastor rc blakes man from the powerful state of louisiana great city of new orleans man i mean i listen to this brother personally right he is always though man our brother is always talking about soul ties right so we're gonna have this conversation on this platform we're gonna talk about soul ties and we're gonna talk about what a sexual soul tie is because in so many words all they are really saying right this new age teaching is really saying is that souls get tied together during sexual intercourse and after sexual intercourse right so Energy gets exchanged during sex, and it's not just the physical level. It's also the mental, emotional, spiritual levels that this energy is being exchanged from sex. So this is going to be the case, whether it's your current partner, or your ex-boyfriend, or your ex-girlfriend, or someone that you are just having casual sex with. We're talking soul ties. And, you know, a lot of things can follow soul ties. You can become obsessed. 
you could pick up on a person's negative traits, right? Now, that still was a kicker for me. I was like, all right, we're going to really talk about that, you know. And then you can also, like, um, you get with somebody, you're not able to pull away. You're always yearning for this person. And being so wrapped up in this person, it may hinder you or hurt you, or you may have a little trouble in your current relationship because of your former relationship. You got a soul tie. Right, you have a soul time, right? So yeah, we, yeah, beloved, no problem. We can have a good conversation about that, and in doing so, uh, beloved, I want to start with this: all is the mind. We always have to put the mind first, because the mind, beloved, existed before any other thing existed so we're just gonna have to make a good foundation before we start talking about the soul ties and just put on the table that all is mind the universe is mental right in our creation we as human beings are four things with the body with the mind with the spirit and we are the soul and in this conversation we're going to break down each and every last aspect of us as humans right you also see on this podcast that we repeatedly um, say that what is above or what is outside of us also lives within us Right? We're not outside of creation. We are a part of creation. So we see the heaven is the skies. We also see that we live on earth. And we see the highest form of mind on this planet is man. Is that not right? And when I say man, I'm talking about the humans. The mind of a man and woman is the highest mind on this planet because there are a lot of minds on this planet the insect mind right animal kingdom minds the line of a uh, of a tiger of a lion of a the mind of an elephant you know what I'm saying the mind of a mouse it's a bunch of minds running around on this planet the mind of the eagle the mind of the hawk um in the insect kingdom the mind of an ant, the mind of a spider. It's all about the mind. Um, So, we have that concept that when we're talking about the heavens, we're talking about the skies, the heaven is the mind, the earth is the body. The inner man, which is the mind, sits on that throne in your head. That's the inner man. He sits on that throne in your heaven. And he is in control of what goes on in the earth. Right? But you have to identify what's going on in the earth. So you got to study the earth. So you know the activity of the creeping thing, the beast, the fowl, what's in the sea. But it's the inner man that is in control. Right? Um... Let me say it this way. How about we do it this way? If I asked 
uh, our religious brothers and sisters, don't matter what the religion is, I say, well, where does God live? They would tell me, beloved, that God lives in heaven. Is that not right? He said, you know, God live in heaven. And if they're real kind of like uh, up to speed, they'll say something to this extent. They'll say, heaven is God's throne and the earth is his footstool. Right? So I say, well, point to heaven. You know what I mean? And then typically they're pointing to God. Look, heaven is up there. <laughs> and then by me being their brother, I would say, well, where did God live before he lived in heaven? Because if we're doing this and having this conversation based on the biblical text, the biblical text says in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Now, let's stop because there's a lot of meat in that. If God had to create heaven and earth, well, before he created heaven and earth, well, where did he live at? Because the word creation, that means that it didn't exist before then. Right, because I'm going to show you the mind. I'm going to show you why we put everything on the mind first, because the mind is before every, before anything, beloved. It's the mind first. When you create something, creation means that this is an idea, this is a thought that lived in your mind, and through will, you work something out of your mind, which is an invisible manifestation, into a physical manifestation where you can see it because you created it, but it was in your mind first. So, the most high designer, the most high fashioner, the best knower, he created the heavens and earth, and then he set the mind or his throne in the heaven where he rests. Right? Now, don't that sound like you? Because you made in his image, right? So, if he sits in the throne of heaven, what do you think your inner man sits at? Do you, do your, <laughs> is your mind in your bowels? You know what I'm saying? Is your mind in your backside? Is your mind in your stomach? Or your mind sits in in the head? At the top. In the sky. In the heavens. So if you stand up on your feet, right? The earth is your footstool. And then you go all the way up to your head and nothing is higher than your head and your body. That's the highest part of your body is your head. You don't get no higher than that. So this is why we ask our brothers and sisters, well, where God live? They say, well, heaven, because nothing goes up no higher than that. <laughs> oh, makes sense, right? Because, you know, when you read that first verse in the biblical text, now, it says in the beginning, beloved, it doesn't say from the beginning. See, that's that'd be a different kind of statement. If somebody say from the beginning, that means boom, from the very beginning, the bang, the start, boom, it was a heaven and earth. No, if the wording is in the beginning, that is almost equivalent to somebody saying, well, once upon a time. So, like, if you came on this podcast, I was like, yo, once upon a time, I went to Paris. <laughs> once upon a time, I went to L.A. I went to Atlanta. Once upon a time, I went to Miami. I'm submitting to you that I had a life before I did that. Or if I say, well, in the beginning, I went to such and such elementary school. In the beginning. Like, once upon a time. If I'm telling you where I went in the beginning, I went to such and such preschool, such and such elementary school. I'm also sharing with you that I had a whole life before I did that. So I ask our people, well, where did God live before the heaven and earth? Before he created the heaven and the earth, where did he live at then? Now we can see the power and the relevancy of the mind. All is mind. The universe is mental. 
now let's let's go into the soul ties because we're going to talk about heaven and earth it was created you beloved is your skies the mind is is heaven your body is indeed beloved the earth right your body mind spirit and soul the body of you beloved is the flesh it's the physical your body is your temple is that not right it's a temple it's cool to have a temple outside of you but we all must know that the real temple is the body the mind beloved is the the inner man or the inner female when i'm saying inner man i ain't just talking about like um just like i'm making a gender i'm just saying like the inner man the inner woman your mind beloved is a captain it's the pilot this is what runs the show the mind is running the show um the spirit is the ruach it's the breath it's the breeze it's the electricity it's the life of you it turns the lights on this is what you're plugging into you plugging in when your spirit is plugged in you have life and that life is making your soul real your soul is your heart this is where your feelings live at this is like a toolbox your soul and my soul is like a toolbox and this is where duality lives at maybe i should say it that way it's where duality lives and your mind pick and chooses what you know what is going to be the most prevalent that coming out of your toolbox out of your feelings out of your um out of this home of duality like you can choose to be saddened all day you can choose to live by fear you can choose to you can live you can choose to live by anger or you can choose to live by enjoyment because that duality is never going to leave your soul these energies are always going to live in your soul beloved you can't get rid of this duality so you have two wolves your soul is like two wolves negative and a positive wolf right the wolf that you feed the most is the wolf that you're going to become if you feed enjoyment all the time you're going to be a joyous person you know if you feed sadness all the time you're going to be depressed and you know what i mean so like all right let, let me just say it this way right let's go another direction um so many times on this podcast we say so goes the mind so goes the body because when you're operating off sound and right reasoning the heavens have to always be in charge the mind have to always be in charge um, the mental have to always be in charge you never let the body make decisions for the mind the mind have to make decisions for the body so this mind have to keep the body in check right and the ancient ones told us in certain ways that this is how it have to work it has to work this way so like for instance all right all right so if i just do this let's go back to when we was kids right let's go back to uh student enrollment right Let's go back to <laughs> let's go back to vacation Bible school where we went to every summer as children, and we got that lunch with that milk. Come on, don't act like I ain't going to no vacation Bible study. Don't just act like you know. I know everybody play all super conscious now, but this is our foundation, right? There was a story that we was given in vacation Bible school, and it was a story about the Tower of Babel. 
How many of you guys can remember that? It was a bunch of earthlings, right? The earth was building a tower The reach up until the heavens. Is that not right? You can remember the story. But what ended up happening is that the heavenly bodies, the heavenly rulership, seeing it not fit for it to go that way, and came down and confounded that what the body was trying to do or the earthling was trying to do to keep the heavenly heavenly and the earthly earthly. But when the earth tried to rise up, when the body is rising up to show like, didn't the heaven say, no, it don't work that way. And you, now you're scattered amongst. All right. So now let me say it this way. If we take the story and we try to put it outside of ourselves, do you really kind of think, you know, it was a bunch of men that lived many moons ago and they tried to really build a tower to go up in the real sky? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, you know, they building like, you know, you standing on top of a skyscraper, bro, you know that air get thin up there. <laughs> the air get thin up there. And we already know, beloved, that they didn't have the science to build proper restrooms and all this little kind of stuff, have water. I mean, we, we already kind of know that. So, <laughs> so we also know that if that, if the tower gets so high and we talking about building something all the way up to the heavens, we know in reality, you know, the ozone layer, that stuff going to burn you, bro. It don't work that way. So, but if somebody said, well, we're just demonstrating to you through a story form how the heavens have to always be in control and you don't let the body control you. That's a way I can, but if I told it to you in the story form, sometimes many of our people, we get so wrapped up in the story. We can't, we so look, we so busy trying to look at things that happen outside of us. We can't see off the time that, man, a lot of these stories are just about us. You know, I can come and tell you a story. If I told you a story about how the sun sits on the throne in heaven and then there's 12 gates around it, if I tell you that way, you're like, oh, okay, I'm hitting you with the story form. But if you don't know that in your real head, in your real brain, the light hits the brain and you, it's followed by 12 cranial nerves, you just, I can give you the story. But if you can't get past the story, you don't understand that you got 12 cranial waves, brother. You know, you know, these 12 cranial nerves is what it is. This is controlling everything in the head. So it's like, <laughs> I can see like, how would you, maybe I should say it this way. We're living in 2023. If I wanted to write something down that my generations and generations can get it 2000 years from now, how would I put it? I won't just say it. I have to give it to you in the story. Because if I start writing down today's words, you won't get it. You know what I'm saying? You're like, man, today's words ain't going to be the same thing 200 years from now. So you're like, yo, this one. But if I just tell you a story, you get the story, you it'll always come back. Because I'm telling you about you. I'm not writing you this story to kick it to some animals. I'm telling you about you. So I can show you some stories about how a group of people did this and did that. And then they had animal sacrifices. You dig what I'm saying? And then you're seeing the same animals appear. But the people of today, unless they study and know the attributes of those animals. So you're looking to sacrifice an animal outside yourself. You're not even fully aware, man. That attribute of this animal can be living in you. You're looking for exterior sacrifice. Beloved, some of this sacrificing of these goats, you should be sacrificing that in you. 
<laughs> but if you don't know the nature of the goat, you're so busy looking at a real goat. <laughs> you're not noticing. You got, I don't know. Maybe all that is a difference. I don't want to do all that. Maybe that's a different story for a different day, brother, because that's going to take me somewhere else. We're just talking about soul ties. Whence it came from, right? It's new age. Now, I can cut to the chase and say, where's well, new age? And mama, mama and mom already taught us, blood. Well, you know, if it's new, <laughs> if it's new, it ain't going to be true. Beloved, but if it's true, it's not going to be new. So goes that mind, so goes that body. That, that mind got to always stay in control of that body. Like, right, if you come around in the locker room, men and say the, the big head got to control that little head. You can't let that little head come and control that bit. It don't work that way. That is improper. The mind has to be in control. The body has a voice. The soul has a voice. Right? If I see a person, because we finna talk about some physical acts. If I see a person grab something or take something or choose something, right? We're in a department store, we're in the mall. And I see a guy walking around and he grabbed a certain shirt, right? The physical act of him grabbing a shirt, he got it off the rack. He finna put it in the shopping basket. When you see somebody grab something, you say, okay, the energy behind that is desire. You know what I'm saying? The energy behind that is desire. Or if we go to a house party or a cabaret, we see somebody taking off running. They hollering and they screaming. Ah, they running. We can say, okay. In the person's soul, men or women, if we see them running and screaming, we can identify that that is fear had been activated. The mind chose fear and activated it. And so we can see it in the physical when you're running. You know what I'm saying? Then you got a lower level aspects of fear like a person's anxious. They mistrustful. They panicky. That lives in his soul, beloved. Their mind is activating that, though. All right? If we see our people, we look at these viral videos. We see our people doing what? They always attacking each other. They're fighting. It's always violence. They're shouting. They're raising their voice. So we can say, okay, this is the physical aspect of them. This is the physical movement of our people. But we know in their soul they're activating anger you can't cast anger out you can only feed it so if you feed it it's going to be strong if you got the two wolves the one that you feed is going to be the strongest the negative and the positive if you're feeding the anger you're always going to show attacking the fighting you just going to be it's going to come out of you right and then it's aspects of anger that you see just in day-to-day conversation with somebody if they always kind of hostile uh, hypercritical, the impatient about something like, damn, this person living underneath the energy of, of anger, but the mind is choosing it. Is that not right? So we finna tie this in the soul ties now. Now we talking about the soul now. What's in the soul? You can activate happiness. The physical is going to show you partying, you silly, you jovial, you smiling, you laughing. Say, oh man, beloved, happy. They're activating the mind is activating happiness, right? Then you got the aspects of that. The calm, always kind of like cheerful. You no, know, they always pleased with stuff. They chill. You're like, okay. 
I see beloved is happy about it. It's an activation in that. That is the soul. The spirit gives that life. It gives all the whole shell, the body, the mind, and the soul life. That's the breath. Now we see the mind is a captain. The body is a physical. So when we look at the body itself, because somebody is teaching us about soul ties, it's some transference of energy. We know, beloved, that this body, it got 11 systems in it now, right? You got the uh, integumentary, you got the skeleton, you got the muscular, you got the nervous, you got the endocrine, cardiovascular, uh, lymphatic, respiratory, digestive, urinary, you got the re reproductive system. Now, we as men, we got our own male reproductive system, female reproductive system. So we talking about something being transferred. Now we got to go back to the foundation and say, okay, if we're having sex, right, man and woman, that means out of the body, because we only got 11 systems, this is the act between the reproductive system. Now, what is the law and principle that was given to us by our maker, our designer, right, our most high fashioner that allowed the soul to be transferred through this reproductive act? It doesn't exist. See, we are made in laws, beloved. We don't make up our own laws. Some things the devil can come tell us sound good. We had a conversation about some things like a week ago. Would the devil come along and tell you about who got the alpha male kind of like deal going on? Alpha male? You know what I'm saying? Now, this guy's a beta and this guy. And I hear our brother Umar repeat some of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it sounds good. Now, we just had to go back to, well, let's see how we was designed. Because if you want to see how you was made, you just look at the maker. The maker created the heaven and the earth. Is that not right? All right. So the body have 11 systems attached to it. Now, it is a, it's an interesting thing, beloved, that, man, our people can pick up on some. We love spooky stuff. Can I just be honest and say that? Man, we love some spooky shit. You come around with some spooky stuff. We get, man, we dig into that. We finna figure this out. We don't know nothing about a skeleton system now. We... We talk about working out all the time on this podcast, which is a representation of our muscular system. <laughs> you know what I mean? We talk about mental health, which is the nervous system. You know, we talk about cardiovascular. We talk about everything. Our digestive system, about what we eat. We be focusing on real body, the real person. You know what our people are going to get tied up over? Soul ties. Now, okay, we, we can talk about it because we're all learning. We're trying to, we figuring our way through. But I'm like, all right, we, now we're talking about the reproductive system. Now, there's nothing in our creation that says that during our because we sleeping with each other, that we finna transfer a soulful energy to anything and be tied because that is not the function of the soul. The function of the soul is the is the home of duality. How you gonna transfer me? Oh, this person is a thief. Now you sleeping with them, you supposed to be a thief, right? This person, this person is like. They depressed and they always full of anger and they sleep with you and now you're going to be depressed and you're going to have anger? No, beloved. What law does that come from? The reproductive doesn't... The physical connects with the physical. The law is the unseen is eternal. The physical is temporary. It's not, it's not even... It's temporal. It's not even... You know what I mean? So, all right. Let me just go back to the biblical text how Big Mama would say it. There's a verse, beloved, that says, uh, do you not know he who unites himself with a prostitute is one in her body? For it is said the two 
we become one flesh. How many times you heard that? The two will become one flesh. One flesh. Not one soul. Not one spirit. Not two become one flesh. So you, we're often told what? Have this mind. Let this mind be in you that is also in who? We talking about the mind, beloved. The mind. The mind. Which is in the shell of the body. Energized by the spirit. The duality is the soul. You can't transfer. That is no transference in that. I was talking to my cousin T.C. Walker. The author, right? Very interesting conversation. And she brought this to the table about you could transfer, you know what I mean? And the direction I was coming from was this one. I said, you know, I've noticed that 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 new age kind of teaching, it came along when um, it was some issues with the Catholic Church and these children, right? So the silver lining, because people often try to look for the silver lining in trauma. There was a time 25, 30 years ago that it was a reoccurring issue where Catholic priests was sexually assaulting all these young boys, right? And now you start seeing it was a teaching come behind it. It was a transference of energy, somebody, you know, blah, blah, blah. So what they was doing with that was trying to make it look like through the act of sex, it was some good can come out of that because you're transferring Father John, his spirit, you know, Father Luke, whatever his name, he's transferring his spirit into these children. Through this particular act. Now, that was the silver lining in that, because they didn't want to put the priest in jail. It was it was weird. It was weird. You know, it was like they didn't really go to jail for this. They would put it under the rug, and then you had tons of young males, young boys. Man, it was they had to live on with this particular trauma. That's the first time I seen that coming up about somebody transferring some. Other than that, we always instinctively knew that when two people have sex, it's a level of bacteria that is passed between each other on the physical realm. How it can affect you is that we call it STIs, STDs, where the physical can pass something to the physical. And now the mind has no other choice but to deal with it and have to choose from the toolbox of the soul and picking energies to see how they can how they can deal with this new issue that came into their world through the aid of their sexual organ through an STI, STD. Right? That's what we've seen with that. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's like a um, the body underneath hurt and pain is ob- obviously is going to affect the mind in which the mind have to choose certain energies to... Because see, the soul, beloved, is again, it's the home of duality. Right? Um, being that the soul... Is the home of duality when you pick something from the mind now that's what you see the emotion of a person that's what emotions is it's energy in motion you can see it in the physical like if i see you pick up something buy something or you went to the car lot and bought something when i see you with your new car i say oh that was his desire i can see it in the physical you riding around with the mercedes i say oh you got the mercedes you went and got uh, um, a motorcycle uh, you know what I'm saying oh beloved that was your desire to have that that was in your soul your mind picked to say 
yeah, we're going to go along with that. I can see it. Now, when you as a human being, as a man, is laying up sexually with a woman, y'all are sharing values. Because y'all have the same values, I should say it that way. You ain't sharing values like you giving somebody some value. Y'all got the same value system. Because it's in you as a man to provide, protect, instruct, avenge, and revenge. It's in that woman to choose the best provider, the best protector, the best instructor, the best avenger, the best revenger, right? So we have a sexuality that's based on two different volumes. It's based on the volume of us living in an area of peace and the volume of those living underneath an uh, area of uh, violence, trauma, that kind of deal. You understand what I'm saying? You would see that when you're living in an area of violence and trauma, the sexuality of a person goes up because sex at its core, beloved, is genetic survival. I don't want you to ever forget that. It is an act of genetic survival in the body. You, This is the reproductive system at work. Right? Now, in order for me in the peacetime situation to have sex with a young lady, we got to share, we got to have the same values. We got to see something exactly the same, but we got to be attracted to each other first. There's something in me that I energize that I can see in you. Me constantly energizing the same emotions, the same thing out of my duality, the same thing out of my toolbox, the same thing out of my soul, it would be identified as VJ having a personality. When I pick the same old emotions all the time, you can put a thumb on that and say, that's that brother's personality. Or you can say, VJ did what? No, 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 that's not his personality. He that ain't him. He's not like that. He ain't finna, you know what I'm saying? I'll give you an example. My partner, my right-hand man, Kate Inks, you know, who, who assists me in running the podcast. We've been knowing each other over 35 years, right? A young lady from the block, from the um, from the neighborhood, contacted him to get in contact with me. You know what I'm saying? She's like, hey, how you been doing? You know, I, everything been good, blah, blah, blah. She said, you know what? How's VJ doing? And you know my partner like, yo, V doing good, blah, 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 blah. She's like, you know what? I know he married and everything, but I just want to see him. I want to talk to him because, you know, I seen a picture of VJ. He looked like this and he looked like that. You know, man, I just want to talk. To him. I want to see how he doing and everything. And, you know, I ain't finna break up his marriage and then I just want to see. I just want to talk to him and see how he doing. All right. Do you know what my brother said? My partner, Kate Inks? He said, baby girl, you know VJ ain't like that. <laughs> He ain't no cheater. That man ain't finna do nothing. He ain't, that's not his thing. Now he, you know, now in his honesty, he said, I got a couple other partners. They they deal with you, you know what I'm saying? But that's not his thing. What my brother was speaking on was my personality. That I'm not for anything outside of I don't play them games. You know, it's cool. We can joke and laugh about it on the podcast, but that shit is like it's offensive, bro. Like, why would you? But our people do this old kind of funny shit. They would they would approach somebody or attempt to approach somebody in the covenant. The goddamn half of the whole village is single. They'll look through and find if it's 10 niggas on the picture, they'll say, well, I want the married one. <laughs> I want him. Oh, no, the rest of the nine is single. I don't want them now. I want the... This is the sickness of our people. 
But it is, beloved, it is a blessing that somebody can speak on your person. No, no, he ain't with that kind of shit. He ain't finna do that. That's not even him. So what my brother is saying is, through his mind, speaking about me, he's he don't he doesn't activate emotions from his soul that have his body moving in a way that's not his mind doesn't pick. That's not him. But there's other niggas that go along with that. They don't have no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? So I say that to say this. When you meet with somebody, y'all have similar personalities, similar similar values. Now let's just take that same scenario I gave you. Now let's take it on the flip side. I am married. And I see a young lady at the job or her. My partner finna put me on. Hey man, little shorty. Oh, I was asking about you, V. What's up with it? Hey man, slotted the number. All right, now. I meet little mama. We creeping up, meeting up, hooking up, right? What I just demonstrated is we have the same value system. See, she's a manipulator. In order for me to get on that level, I got to be a manipulator. Because now I have to play the role of a deceiver. I got to go in my soul and activate the energy so I can tell my wife some bullshit, a bunch of lies and all this. Or I have to be a deceiver. In other words, I have to make it like I'm not doing nothing. I have to make it like I'm an honest person. I'm square dealing, undependable. I'm righteous and behind her back, I'm actually something else. But the physical manifestation of me hooking up with this other outside woman that my partner put me on, that energy lived in me already. And it was at the level, beloved, where I've been feeding it through some other form. I've been feeding this active or this aspect of manipulation I've been feeding so when the opportunity came I was able to find somebody with the same vibration now I want you to check this out now pay close attention to this if I'm meeting up with little mama we're not exchanging any energy I'm not passing no energy to her she's not passing none to me not in the soulful realm not in the spiritual realm of course because she's not giving me the breath she's not giving me no ruach this is a bodily function we're doing through the reproductive organs but you're not going to, it's not into this, this connection, it has nothing to do with how my emotions run. We're already running on the same level. There's nothing to pass me. There's nothing to tie me. I'm already here. In order for me to have a one night stand with somebody, we have to have the same values. Beloved, this person ain't transferred nothing to me. I'm already here mentally. There was a place and time in our life coming from the village we thought having the threesome was a cool thing we in our teens we're in the early 20s we don't know nobody we we don't know no better beloved we having threesomes we think this is it now after awareness being a man of knowledge wisdom understanding coaching refinement come on beloved we're not gonna use savagery savagery as a pursuit of happiness you couldn't put no man in the goddamn bed with two women you're like nah he knows this is not it the most high designer gave you one penis brother he didn't give you two you got one penis you know this is a <laughs> what are we doing see down the light is on now i know with some brothers you know oh v i don't know back in the in the ancient world you know men had many wives and this and that and the third and they don't know beloved that the prophets of old designated that because nations was in such war they were always in war and violent acts in the state of protection and in battle that they were losing men on the battlefield. So to prevent the women 
from engaging in homosexual acts because there was a lack of man it was permitted for men to take on multiple wives to prevent them from becoming lesbians outside of the war it wasn't no it didn't exist beloved and i know our people want to chase after the flesh and they want to no so all i'm saying is that when a man and woman they do things when a woman chooses a sex mate she sees this person as a candidate for genetic survival that is the important of attraction this is why she's attracted to the guy to sleep with the person and the reproductive organs now that we have we as men them as women our differences lie that a woman's orgasm is not connected to reproduction it's just enjoyment it has no real purpose outside of enjoyment but other than that a man's orgasm is connected to reproduction which tells you and i that you shouldn't be busting a nut every time you have sex because you're you can't burn out you will burn out your reproductive organ um so let's go back to an example that we used earlier when we were talking about our sister diamond the body she slept with over 2,000 men see her sexual organ will never burn out she's a female it'll never burn out when she's having orgasms it has nothing to do with because the womb the female energy don't burn out the man the masculine energy it'll burn out you sleep with 2,000 women the dick ain't gonna work bro it's gonna be burnt out because you already eating trash food as much as we talk about the body and eating properly on this podcast which is we talking about the digestive system now we finna get spooky and we're gonna break down everything else but when it comes to talking about the body and eating right and exercising and we just don't do it you know what i'm saying what do i like to see like a, a dude who five eight 280 pounds he finna give a whole lecture on soul ties you're like brother you all this spooky shit let's focus on <laughs> let's just get back to let's get back to the 11 systems that we should know about first brother let's get back to the muscular system let's start talking about the skeletal system because there's too much weight on these bones you complaining that your ankles is this and that brother it's hell your on your cardiovascular system it's hell on your digestive system but we've been to get spooky and we've been to talk this is what our people do now when you ain't got nothing spooky for them they don't really have an interest no more let's talk about soul ties beloved we in the village we just we don't have to have the same opinion it's all right but what is important is that we provide sound and right reasoning when you have sex with somebody the foundation of sex is genetic survival beloved now we can glamorize it we can make it taboo but it's genetic survival right even if we go back and use an example through the biblical text if we go back the story that i love the most is the genesis story of adam and eve right beautiful story how many children did they have before they ate the fruit was that god in the paradise filled with you you know with that that was that look was that paradise garden that he lived in the garden of eden was it filled with children no you know when he started having children when that clock started ticking on that body when they say oh oh we gotta keep these genetics going then these babies start popping up <laughs> 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 then 
you notice that? It wasn't like you know they tell you the story about the, the serpent. He can talk. He kicking game, right? <laughs> now look, any other time, any other time we talk about animals in the book, and we can talk about sheep and we can talk about goats, and you see people. Then when we start talking about the snake, you don't see people the moment. You see a real snake all of a sudden. I'm like, wow, you know, poor child really got y'all going, right? <laughs> it's funny how that works, right? Maybe that's a different story for a different day. But it wasn't like the serpent went and talked to Adam and Eve and all the children that were hanging around there. It wasn't the children. <laughs> you know why? Because you're made in fours, beloved. You're made with the body, mind, spirit and the soul and if you are in a position where you're not um you're not panicky about genetic survival the sex is not really on the table you ain't thinking about it like that now you start to see you're in another position where now it's different i'm like okay you could go you ain't gonna live forever no more now sex becomes an option all right so we're just using okay we're just using that now we just come back into the real world this is why we are attracted to who we are attracted to in peacetime. Because when we start talking about we live in environments, beloved, where it's not, you know, the more dangerous the environment, the more you start to see children. Babies is everywhere. You go through the projects, babies is everywhere. All right, you skip, you catch a plane ticket, you go to Africa. You go to the poorest parts. I've heard, you know, poorest parts are here. There's most children everywhere. These kids is everywhere. Like, yo, why y'all keep having babies? Damn, the water ain't even running right over here because sex is an act of genetic survival. Then you go to certain parts of India, I heard. They say, man, you get to the poorest parts, it's babies everywhere. You would think there would be no... It is genetic survival. Now, the devil want to make it taboo. He want to make it taboo. It's not really special about sex. It's to keep you alive. We are walking around picking partners choosing partners and the act of consensual sex so we could live again so it's something in my conscious and in my subconscious that i choose a a particular temple that i want to join myself with because i see this person as an act of genetic survival they're a candidate for me to have sex but because i can live again through this person she like i like she thick she look like this she look like that she chocolate that's for me because in my soul, my subconscious, my conscious, I view this as I can live again through this person. You may have a different taste. Some people don't like thick women. They like skinny women. Some people like a larger size shorties. It's just what it is. The same thing for women. This is why I always tell men a woman wasn't designed to have just one sexual partner. She's not made that way. The first sign of law. The very, very, not the second, not the third. The first law is self-preservation. A woman is always going to be able to look and see if a man she attracted to and be sexually aroused because she wants to live again forever. Her genetics want to live again. It's just what it is. Now, when it's the sex goes down, in order for consensual sex to happen, we are already on the same level. We ain't passing no, we ain't passing no shit back and forth. Ain't nothing in the visible world, swiping places. It's not because we live by a law. There's a law. There's so many sperm that go through, and there's a law that how many eggs can be fertilized, 
how many uh sperms does it take to fertilize the egg it's a law in that you know what i'm saying so when somebody uses the term level oh okay uh uh, what happened in soul ties is that, you know, when you connect with somebody, you know, it can affect them on an emotional level. All right. How much through emotional level? Let's put the number. Up. Oh, it can affect them through a mental level. Well, how much? Because everything in this universe is made by law and then just throw it out there. This earth is one hundred ninety six million nine hundred forty thousand square miles. Beloved, it rotates on its axis at one thousand thirty seven to third mile per hour. It just don't happen. The speed of light is one thing. The speed of sound is something else. It's a law. You just don't... When you start hearing things just oh, just freely, it doesn't work that way. Things is on a law. So if you're transferring energy, to what extent are you transferring energy? And how much energy am I transferring? And how much it does it... There's no law to it. Somebody made it up. I hope we just making ourselves clear, beloved. Because we're just talking... We know we just get to this new age stuff. Our people, we just repeat everything somebody say. They talk about alpha male, you know, beta male. I like, damn, they got Umar on the train. Umar talking about <laughs> Umar calling somebody a beta male. I'm like, bro, that, that shit don't exist. It sound okay, I guess. I mean, you know, it's some new age shit. But mama already told us this shit is new. Mama say if it's new, it ain't true. And beloved, if it's true, it ain't new. Right, and we leave it there. How about that? Peace and black power to your family, beloved, beloved, beloved. We thank you guys so much for listening, beloved. We thank you guys for hanging out with us once again. Until next time, beloved. This is Real Black Continents from Podcast. This is your brother. Until next time, beloved. We're gonna get it with you guys. Peace. soul ties is so important you're going around and you you having raw sex with people you are entering them and and y'all are sharing this really special situation and then you leave and say oh yeah that's just my side or, <laughs> oh i don't even care about teaching but you're looking her in the eyes and you're you're Make you're giving her the best ever tongue tongue in her ear you're licking her ears you can hear your thoughts it's a whole bunch of going on I'm happy and you that think that you can do that, that casually like every Tuesday <laughs> that deep ass shit I just described and they think that it's normal we're the crazy ones for getting attached and getting you can't lose to, yeah, no, yeah, don't get y'all crazy, crazy. We're we're the problem. I think you're naive not crazy yeah, I will say that he's giving I'll me talk. this great and I'm just so naive to believe that he actually cares about me he's doing it wrong but then he's gonna say he's not ready for it baby